and the Ad Council. Enterprise exterminators will evaluate and eliminate whatever pest problems you may have, specializing in bed bugs, fleas, mice, and roaches. Do-it-yourself kits available. Hurry down to 4943 Wayne Avenue now. 215-849-7070. Getting help for addiction is not easy. Now there's a place you can turn. The Addiction Resource Center is a free tool for those suffering from substance use disorders, their loved ones, and caregivers to easily find the support they need. If you are struggling with substance use or worried about a loved one who is, find support at addictionresourcecenter.org. Again, that's addictionresourcecenter.org. Paid for by the Pharmaceutical Research and Manufacturers of America. Since 1904, Philly's top sandwich pros and homemakers have always started the exact same way, with those legendary Amoroso's Rolls baked fresh daily. Word family, put Amoroso's Rolls on your shopping list for your kids' school lunches and your next family gathering. Want to make your very best sandwiches? Always start with the very best sandwich rolls. Pick them up today at your favorite supermarket or food store. Amoroso's, why Philly's sandwiches are world famous. We are progressive and proud and interactive. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at OnWord. This is Word Radio, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD, Philadelphia. Streaming live at WordRadio.com. You're listening to Word Radio, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD, independent black media. Ah, yes, the world and earth, third from the sun of a gun. 360 degrees, and as new worlds emerge, stay alert, stay aware, watch the eagle, watch the bear. Earthquaking, foundation shaking, bias breaking, new day. Ah, yes, the late Gil Scott Heron. Love that, brother. I wish I could just laugh. One of these, I'll just let that whole thing play out, man. You know, Gil, you know, Gil Scott Heron is breaking it down. And speaking of Gil Scott Heron and activism and all that, Colin Kaepernick um, reportedly got somewhere between 60 to $80 million for the, set of the, the settlement that the league had against him in terms of collusion. Now, my question is to anybody is is this and I'm also waiting for a special guest who I will name later to come into the studio to talk about this but I want to I'm going to throw this out to my callers those who are listening um and by the way the numbers to call in are 215-634-8065-1866-361-0900 if you are calling outside the Delaware Valley Colin Kaepernick wins this settlement. And, and Jordan, I'm going to bring you in on this, brother, because I, you know, <laughs> so Colin Kaepernick wins this settlement, right? He wins the settlement with the NFL. Do you see it as a case of, because some people have said this on social media, <laughs> is this a case of Colin Kaepernick is selling out for the money or is it a vindi- or is it an indication that perhaps the NFL was wrong and because there was a confidentiality agreement that was signed and so was the NFL is the NFL wrong was this this settlement an indication of the, of NFL of the NFL being wrong or is this a situation where they've bought Kaepernick off mm. That's a, I mean, it's Honestly, a difficult question. But. It is very difficult see, because I kind of think of it as it can be, it can go either way. It can right. be 50 50. Right. Like the NFL was wrong because, let's be real, there are plenty of players that, there are plenty of players that have jobs that Kaepernick's better than. Of course. And then, um, uh, no, yeah, that's pretty, yeah, pretty much. And then the money part for like Kaepernick being a sellout, honestly, um, not really sure, to be honest. I, I, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not sure, sure either. If, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider him being like a setout, a sellout, or anything. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think that yeah. Colin, that Colin Kaepernick, you know, would sell out like that. I don't think right. he would. And um, and the thing is, I do think that. See, here's what I really wanted out of this settlement. Mm-hmm. I wanted the NFL to acknowledge. That their owners, that right. I wanted them to acknowledge that their owners colluded against the guy. To yep. publicly acknowledge and, and and perhaps give an apology. 
say to our fans, you know, we we colluded against Kaepernick for what he was standing for. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, you're gonna have, of course, the whole black activist community would be out there, and they should be out there. I mean, but the thing is, is that from that perspective, the NFL what would have would have mattered to, what matters to me. Acknowledge what you did. It's almost like yeah, knowledge. Own up to it. Yeah, own up own to, up it. to it. Own up to it. You know, you tell the players to take responsibility for you know, especially domestic violence issues, which you know the NFL had to had to come dragging. We had to take the NFL dragging, kicking, and screaming to be sensitive to that issue and the CTE. Heck, when 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 a black doctor, Doctor Ben and Amalu, discovered CTE in the players, they tried to run the guy out of the medical profession, and mm-hmm. so. My thing at the end of the day, rather than sit up there and just sit up on your high horse because we're the NFL, we're the, you know, multi-billion dollar organization, you know, they needed to say, look, you know, but then again, these these were some of the people who also, see, I can give a whole litany, Jordan, of mm. of history when it comes down to the NFL's antics. The NFL has lost a lot in the courts over the years mm-hmm. when it comes to these things. And the thing is, this is the same league. I go. I'll give you a little. I'll give you a little history lesson in the sense that when the NFL Players Association first formed itself, for when the NFL Players Association, oh, there's a phone. The phone lines ring. But you know, the, when the NFL Players first formed itself, um, the NF, you know, the the uh, the owners were trying to get the players to capitulate on certain issues. So you know what the you know what the owners did to John Mackey. Who was the uh, was the first head of the Players Association? John Mackey. They told at the time Vince Lombardi was dying in the hospital, and because Lombardi was dying in the hospital, ladies and gentlemen, um, they tried to manipulate John Mackey into you know capitulating on some issues within the Players Association. And as far as I'm concerned. As far as I'm concerned, when it comes down to that, you know, the NFL, you know, is, has been very, has been, you know, has been very devious in, in, in putting this whole thing together. So we have Brenda from South Philadelphia. Brenda, what say you on this issue? Well, I'm glad that uh, he won. Right. And I'm glad he had the resources to get a high power attorney. Uh, didn't he have Mark Garagos from yes, uh, he LA, did. right? Yeah. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because see, you know what? So many of us, when we experience discrimination in the workplace, we don't have the resources to get a Mark Garagos, you know. And um, we also don't have the time and the resources. Because what? This fight has been going on, what, since... They've been shutting him out in terms of employment since 2016, right? Right, since since the end of the two since the end of the 2016 season. You're absolutely right. Right. So here it is. We're into a new year, 2019, and you know I don't have to tell you. I listen to you. I listen to the station. He experienced racism in the NFL. Absolutely. So many of us. Experience racism and inequity in our livelihoods and uh, we can't fight at the level that he fought and so I had to laugh when you said you wanted an apology I thought to myself uh, how disillusioned can you be it happens to too many of us, and no one apologizes to us. No, I, I, I get yeah. that. You know, I, I, I get that in the sense that I understand what you're saying. I mean, I'm not trying to be, I, I mean, I'm realistic about that, you know, but I think, I think in some respects, it's one of those things, you know, I'm, I'm saying that, you know what, NFL, admit, take responsibility. You tell your players, right? Do, do, do they not tell their players, take responsibility for your actions? Don't you hear that amongst people? Take responsibility. Well, I'm asking a multi-billion dollar corporation, take responsibility for your nonsense. But Chris, that's a part, that is the... Uh, hypocrisy of the American tradition. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I agree. That hypocrisy is one of the values of this 
a country. You're preaching to the choir, sister. And they say, so I'm just glad that he got his money. I'm glad the brother got a settlement and uh, he can go and make some other things and it'll serve as a encouragement to those of us in the struggle. So I just wanted to, I'm just glad the brother got it. Hey. <laughs> hey. Bye. Bye. Thank you, sweetie. <laughs> That is Brenda. I appreciate it. Is anybody else on there on there with us? Or we we are No, I mean but but I, I see her you know, I see her point. Yeah. And I know and I know that I'm probably stepping nah nah man. I mean, to tell you the truth, America owes owes black people a huge apology for all all the all the racism, all the stuff that we've gone through. I'm just saying, you know, if you're truly but you know the NFL's trying to save face. And I guess that's why there's a confidentiality agreement. Shh, because we don't want to admit. Because we don't want to admit that you know what. And will Colin Kaepernick? And now here's the, the but the real test though. And I didn't mention this, but the real test is that they got signed Kaepernick to a team. Does Kaepernick ever want to play again? If I got that kind of money, I'm like bye. <laughs> if, if 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 he got that reported eighty million dollars, I'm like. I'm like, bye, boys. Bye. I'm going. I'm going. I'm gonna be kicking it. I'm gonna be like Marcel, like Marcellus Wallace said, and Paul Fish. I'm gonna be kicking in the Caribbean and saying, you know, Marcellus Wallace was right. <laughs> not, that, not that Marcellus Wallace had anything to do with that, but I'm just saying, I'm kicking it. I'm, you know, like I say again, Denise and I got that kind of money. I'm like, look, man, I'm, 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 I'm like, look, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for the, I love being here, but I'm kicking it in the Caribbean, you know, with Denise, you know, mm-hmm. or I'm like, or I'm running around the country, you know, do, you know, you know, giving TED Talks or something. I don't know. I'm just saying the money is great, but, you know, and all that. I don't know if I want to play. And, and the thing is, with that kind of money, he could contribute to all kinds of social justice causes. True. And all the things that, that would help poor people you know, get a foothold in this country because here's the thing, man. I mean, what Colin Kaepernick did, I mean, you know, I'm teaching my kids at Bowie State about Ali and, and the whole what happened and all that other stuff to try to capture that time, you know. And the thing is, people try to say, well, you know, what does this have to do? I don't know anything about sports. You don't have to know anything about sports, to get into what what Colin Kaepernick was standing up for, you don't have to know how um, the, you know the overtime rules of National Football. You ain't gotta know that, but you gotta know social justice, and you have to understand that what Kaepernick did was to basically bring attention. He has the platform as an athlete, and I remember people like myself and Bill Roden. You know, Bill Roden of the Formula New York Times, and he wrote Forty Million Dollar Slaves. What he was saying in that book is the fact that the players. That the players have this platform, and the thing is, is that look, you know, just because I'm a millionaire and a billionaire doesn't, well, not a billionaire athlete, but I'm just saying, if you're making millions of dollars, it does not in this country, it does not exempt you from racism. It millions of dollars, you know, does not exempt you from from being the victim of a racial attack or, or, or just racism in general, prejudice in general. It does not exempt you because, you know, because you know, just because you're black and, and have a million dollars. I mean, that's the thing that a lot of people don't see. So, ladies and gentlemen, 215-634-8065. I want to I'm taking my case to the people today. I, I want to know what you all think about this whole situation um, regarding Colin Kaepernick and uh, the fact that he got this settlement is, has he been vindicated? I mean, in your minds, has he been vindicated? Or someone suggested, and, and I, I like to hear from someone who is suggesting that somehow, you know, somehow Kaepernick just sold out for the money. I don't think he did. I, I disagree with that that assessment, but I, I would love to hear that other side of it. But I think that the NFL, you know, the NFL owes the man an apology. I mean, I, it owes, and the thing is, and, you know, they ought, somebody ought to sign the guy. Somebody ought to sign him, and somebody ought to, ought to you know, bring him on to their team because he's, a, he's still better than half the quarterbacks. Look at the guys who play. Look at all the guys who played for Buffalo last year. They're That's awful. A good question. <laughs> I, mean, they, they, I mean, Blake, you mean to tell me, you didn't tell me Colin Kaepernick is not better than Blake Bortles? Blake Bortles was terrible. Yeah. It was awful. 
And so, and the thing is, Denver needed a quarterback. I mean, they're retreating, you know, Case Keenum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, Case Keenum? I mean, you know, and the Redskins. The Redskins were they in the— a quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> they were in the midst of a playoff race. <laughs> they were in the race. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me you couldn't— Yeah, Alex could, Smith goes down. Then their second string. And then they had to resort to, like— Mark like Sanchez! Then he went down. Then he had to resort Josh, to Josh Johnson. They pulled yep. Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson was probably I don't know. Was maybe been working. I'm not saying that this was true. He mm-hmm. might have been working in insurance or UPS <laughs> or some other some other situation, just trying to earn a couple of bucks. They bring in. In other words, they bring in this guy off the street. Now I'm not going to disparage Josh Johnson. He did what he had to do. But the thing is, is that you mean to tell me all these guys? Are better than, were, were, were better than Kaepernick? Heck no. They weren't. No, no, no. So, and so ladies and gentlemen, I want to hear what y'all, I, I, I got to hear what y'all got to say about this. I really do. Because, you know, the thing is, I, you know, like I said, I was trying to bring in all my experts in today. Everybody kind of called out on me at the last minute. No, through no fault of their own. So, we got some, we got Brother Hicks from Chicago. What's happening in Chicago land, man? Oh, man, it's uh, crazy, just like everywhere else, man. Yeah, man, I mean, you know, like I say, man, you know, I always love Chicago, man. A lot of good, lot of good, lot of good soul food. Last time I was there, I was a lot of good soul food restaurants out there. I can't remember the names, but I, it's a lot of good restaurants out there. So what's happening? What, what's your thoughts on this, Brother Hicks? Uh, uh, Brother X. Oh, Brother X. Yes, sir, I'm unknown. Okay. Uh, let me ask you this. I heard that uh, the coin toss at the NFL, it was Bernie's King, Andrew Young, and who else was that? Um, I, I did, King, I did, Andrew Young. I did, and, and, and this whole thing with Kaepernick, that, that I did not read about. But go on. Oh, oh I, I didn't see it, but somebody I heard on a talk show that uh, they was at the coin toss. And I was just oh, oh, the, oh at the Super Bowl. Yeah, they were at yeah, the coin yeah. toss. Yeah, okay, Super Bowl. Okay. Okay, so it was Bernie King, Andrew Young, and do you know the other person? Um, um, John Lewis. It was John Lewis. It was Congressman okay. Lewis. Yeah. Okay. Do you think they had knowledge? Uh, did the NFL get them knowledge that they was finna settle this case with uh, Kaepernick? I. That's a good question. I do not know. Although, to be honest about it. If that was the case, I wish they had been involved. I wish I wished the whole civil rights community, I think the whole civil rights community should have been involved in that situation. Years ago, I don't know, Jesse Jackson might have said something about it, although but Jesse Jackson is not in the greatest of health right now. But the thing is, is that years ago, when something like if something like that would have happened, you would have had you would have had people outside 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 of the game, outside activists really being involved in all this. So that's interesting. You know, that's an yeah, interesting I, I, thing. Yeah, because I was wondering for them to do that. Maybe the NFL did get them a head up that they was going to uh, 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 settle with Kaepernick. Now, uh, for the NFL of knowledge in the wrong, uh, I doubt they are. They will acknowledge how wrong they were with him because right. they are going to do it again if they uh, uh, need to. Right. No, now, no, uh, no, no doubt about that. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. And then the sister said Kaepernick won, but that might be her opinion. Right. Uh, but Cap- I would say Kaepernick got some money, but the NFL won. Don't you forget that. They won, they stood fast, and they kept moving on with their business as usual, and it's going to continue as usual, and Kaepernick's just got a few dollars. But it's going to be business as usual in the NFL. Okay, so... Thank you, brother. No problem. Thank you, brother. Wow, from Chicago. Got somebody from Chicago. I, I'm impressed by that and everything. And so, um, so from that standpoint, I mean, the thing is, is that you know, brother X makes an interesting point, and so does and so that last caller. Uh, so did uh, Brenda from South Philly. They both make good points, and 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 you know, when people say, "Well, I, I guess hell has to freeze over," you know, before the NFL acknowledges that. I, I mean, Jordan, I get it. I, I, I totally get it, but but my thing is at the end of the day, 
I, I would like to think, and, and you know, you know where they will acknowledge it. They may acknowledge it thirty years from now. There'll be a new commissioner. You know, like Jordan, you might be the commissioner of the NFL. You, you might look at all this <laughs> stuff, and you mm-hmm. might say, you know what, we were wrong about that because that often happens. A lot of times, we get that apology maybe four, five hundred years after the fact. You know, and and mm-hmm. and so, or you know, it always comes after the fact. But the thing is, is that. You know they they know they colluded against against Kaepernick. And they were doggone well they that they that they colluded against Kaepernick, and it's just not you know it's not fair that they did all this. And the thing is, if they were smart, see one of the things that I would cr- criticize Roger Goodell on is the fact that when all of these things happen, from everything from CTE to Colin Kaepernick, when all these things happen. The problem is, is that the league, instead of trying to meet the issue head on, then comes the cover up. Then comes, oh, well, it's not a problem. You know, this this is not a problem and all that. And then they go out and they use their PR machine to discredit the people. They, like I said earlier, they discredited Dr. Ben and Amalu for discovering CTE. Okay. When instead, what can we do to help prevent this? What can we do to do all you know to deal with this? Okay. And 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 the thing is, with every other issue, therefore the first line of defense, as Roger Goodell once said, is to protect the shield. The first line is something that that's critical. Like I said again, and then all of a sudden, all these athletes came out of the woodwork. You know, Woodwork saying that they were having, you know, issues with dementia at an early age. Okay, instead of but instead of acknowledging because they like I said, if you ever see it's on front line, it was always it was on PBS's front line. I mean, if you look at that, they did the league did everything they could to discredit Dr. Ben Amalu, guy who was from Nigeria. And they did everything they could to say this guy was quack and he was wrong. And then it took. And then when and then when a few white doctors were saying it, and I'm not afraid to say, yeah, it might, there was some, there was definitely some racism there. When they started saying, it, all of a sudden the NF, and then when lawsuits came around, all of a sudden this is a problem. Okay, so I got to go to break. Thank you. I got to go to break. So we'll be back at the bottom of the hour. You're listening to 96.1 FM, 900 AM, WRD, Black Talk Media. Chris Murray Report will be right back. Arden Theatre Company presents 74 Seconds to Judgment by Philadelphia playwright Kosh Goins. In this powerful and provocative new work, a jury has been deadlocked for over a week as they struggle to decide what justifiable homicide is as tensions mount and tempers flare. The jury becomes more divided and the arguments become even more personal. Playing now through March 3rd, 74 Seconds to Judgment is a gripping and thought-provoking new play that will leave audiences talking. Visit ardentheater.org or call 215-922-11 in philadelphia everyone is reading and talking about this year's free library one book one philadelphia featured selection sing unburied sing jesmond ward's national book award winning novel is a haunting and haunted american road trip through mississippi's past and present young adult and children's youth companion selections include ghost boys by jewel parker Rhodes and last stop on market street by matt de la pena one book one philadelphia features programming for all ages through march 13th Details at freelibrary.org slash one book. You're listening to Word Radio, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD, independent black media. Firm and young with a laid back tongue. The aim is to succeed and achieve at 21, just like Ray See, Brothers. My man Jordan is succeeding at 20. How old are you now, man? 21? Uh, 22. 22. Oh, sucks. So, so you out here, man. 22 yeah. years old. You're like, I, you know what? I saw the first thing that Muhammad Ali said after he beat Sonny Listen. I, I'm. I, sh- I shook up the world. I just turned 22 and I upset Sonny Listen. <laughs> I must be the greatest. <laughs> turned 22. Upset big son, big sunny um, Charles Sonny Liston. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, we're back on the show. So again, so Colin Kaepernick, you know, Colin was Colin Kaepernick vindicated by his protest? That's the question. I mean, eighty million dollars is a lot is is a lot of paper. Okay, 
But there's some people who said, well, you know, what's going to happen to him? Will he play again? And some people are speculating about Did he sell out? I don't think he did. Simply because, like I say, there's a confident. See, that's the see the smoking gun in all this is is that you you have you have a con, you have a confid, uh, a confidential um, confidentiality agreement, and a lot of times that's a way of basically saying you don't go out in public and basically say that you know you know that we were wrong, and that way the NFL can save face and they can say, well, we just gave him a few million dollars. But in many respects, if they're giving him this money, if they're they're giving him this money, then from that standpoint, um, my guest is coming into the studio now. But if they're giving him this money, then that means they have to acknowledge that they did something wrong here. They They have to, they have to acknowledge that 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 there's something there's something wrong there's something wrong here so um and so from that standpoint they i mean to me the fact that there is a you know the fact that the, the Calvin Kaepernick is not is not going to be allowed to talk about it then that tells me a lot but then again there's some people who think well he took the money well you know there was a reason that they gave him the money and I think that the NFL, I mean, because to me, it, it, it was quite obvious. There was, you know, there was collusion in this situation. And so, um, so what we have, what we have to do is just kind of look at it. Oh, we got a special guest in, in the studio. Hello, special guest in the studio. Um, we have a special guest. Um, of course, you know you, you know political writer Denise Clay of the Philadelphia Sunday Sun, and and who's also a radio show in her own right and everything. And uh, she is, of course, everybody knows. Yes, she is. She is my significant other, and I'm not. And I'm not. And I and I and I am proud to say that. You know, I'm proud to say that. But. Um, Denise, you cover a lot of issues politically. You've covered court cases. You've covered the Cosby trial. You've covered the, um, what, was the what was the other court case that was involved? Oh, I covered the Shaka Fatah trial. The Shaka Fatah trial. And you covered a lot, a lot of court cases. So in this situation, in this situation where you have... Colin Kaepernick receiving, and we don't know the exact the exact dollar amount. Well, it's anywhere from sixty to eighty million dollars. Sixty to eighty million dollars. I figured out yesterday was the equivalent of what they could have gotten, what he could have gotten, as a three to five year contract for any of the teams that really needed a quarterback last year. And yes, I'm looking at you, Buffalo, because you employed Nathan Peterman for most of the season. And the fact that Nathan Peterman actually has an NFL contract and proves once again that any resemblance between John um, Gruden and an actual genius is purely coincidental, um, tells you exactly why the NFL settled this, you know, settled this dispute with Colin Kaepernick and er- Eric Reed. They were about to start depositions, which means that a lawyer, that the lawyers for both sides were about to get into a room and start to have to ask these owners and, and, and other officials questions about what exactly has led to Colin Kaepernick not having an NFL team to play for. And these folks were going to have to tell the truth. And unlike, um, most people that have had issues with the NFL, they did. Ka- Kaepernick didn't get an NFLPA lawyer. He got Mark Garagos. And if that name sounds familiar to you, there are a lot of celebrities that owe their freedom to this man. So when you bring in a high-powered celebrity lawyer mm-hmm. and you know that he's about to really put, you know, put these folks to question... And the fact that you have like Blake Bortles and Nathan Peterman and and all of these really Case Keenum, Case Keenum, <laughs> all these really god awful quarterbacks that are still in the league, and yet Colin Kaepernick, a dude who was one play away from winning the Super Bowl, his in the first or in the, bad coaching by Jim by, by or, Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, well he's <laughs> he's at Michigan, and and quite frankly, you know he can continue to coach badly there. Ohio State will just keep beating him. Um, <laughs> Spoken like a true Buckeye. But um, 
I, I say all that to say the fact that all of those guys are still walking around with NFL contracts tells you that they really didn't have a leg to stand on, that the collusion was obvious. Okay. And because the collusion was obvious and they knew that they were going to have to eventually get in court and say under oath that this is, you know, they were going to have to try to justify what they did under oath and they knew they couldn't do it. They figured that they'd settle. However, like I said, this is the equivalent of what Colin Kaepernick would have gotten if he would have just been allowed to play. Right. You know, if he would have just been allowed to play, that is how much you would have had to spend. And instead of just spending it, and not getting anything out of it, somebody might have gotten a, a, a Super Bowl. That's true. Now, I got now. I'm gonna take Denise, but we're gonna take some calls. We oh, got um, Antoinette from Southwest. Antoinette. Hi, Antoinette. Hi. How are you doing? I'm okay. Oh, well, that's great. That's great. I just wanted to say I'm glad that he won, and I wish all others uh, would have stuck behind him. And I'm the type of person um, that has that same integrity and dignity uh, for our people, you know, to stand uh, for righteousness. And I would love to be on his team because those are the type of people that I'm looking for, you know, to stand and, and fight for what's right and, and stop compromising, you know. And, and then I heard earlier um, he was saying there were people on social media saying that he was a sellout. Those people are sellouts. They didn't even support him. Right. They didn't do anything. So they need to just shut up, <laughs> go in the shell, because they're nothing, you know, just a spineless jellyfish haters. You know, but I'm glad he won. And and I am enjoying this conversation because normally I just listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for calling I in. I back and listen, but, um, but I just had to call in and, you know, and... Uh, just say, hey, I'm glad the brother won. You know, I'm in this corner, and we need more people like him. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you, Angela, because I got got other calls, you know, breathing down my neck here. Um, we got B from Delaware. Hello, Chris. Did I hear Denise? Hello, Chris. Hello. Hi. And did I hear Denise? Yes, she did. Yeah, yes, she did. <laughs> oh, you, you know, my first words, Chris, were going to be, tell Denise. And we miss her. Oh, well, thank so, you. So, so it's awesome to, to get the duo. But I, I just want to ask a question. And I've got to say, when I ask the question of both of you, um, a friend of mine who played football in high school and college used to always say that mediocrity is an exclusivity of white boys in pro sports. I understand what that means when it says that when we get selected, we've got to super produce and we've got to produce to stay on the payroll. They get to stay on the payroll like all of those quarterbacks less competent than Kaepernick who were able to play throughout the season and get lots of bucks for it. I don't see what Kaepernick did as a sellout in this sense. If I'm employed and I file a lawsuit, I don't expect an apology. I expect compensation. That is what he got, and I am glad that he got it. Not as much as he would have had he played, taken the team to the Super Bowl, and got the additional bonuses, but he got what he expected. But what people aren't looking at is there was a lot of discovery in that lawsuit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's that's the thing other, that, that, that nailed it down, I think. And other African-American players and the Players League is going to now go through that discovery when they sit down at the table, and this is going to benefit lots of African-American players, and they negotiate. The league knows now just like with the head injuries, they've got to back off. If you're doing wrong, whether 
one person has the courage to stand up by himself. Unfortunately, those across the league who stood up and supported him, they themselves, while not getting the money, are going to be able to benefit from what he did. You never in a lawsuit, in a lawsuit discrimination lawsuit, require... See, we want an apology, an apology from people who love and worship money when they have paid the money will never be forthcoming. The money being paid is the apology and the acknowledgement that not only did they do wrong, but they had to compensate him for the wrong that they did to him. But he is not the only one who is going to benefit from this. The entire league, if they analyze that discovery and see how it applies across the board to groups or large numbers of African-American as well as Caucasian players, can now use that information to take the league and owners down a peg and get what they want. One of the reasons why I think they also had the settlement with Kaepernick is because they did not want that case to go to a jury, be decided, and set a precedent that they could no longer afford to enable themselves to have the power that they have over the players the way they have it. So we don't want apologies. We want compensation. What he lost was compensation. What he got was compensation. Not at the level he should have gotten it. We know that. But now he can move on with his life. He can play in another league. Even if there's a covenant not to compete, he is telling the other players, when these things occur and you know that they are wrong, stand up. This is going to open the door a little more, just like the concussion issue, a little more and a little more until the players begin to stand up collectively and demand that they be treated the way they need to be treated collectively. But I'd like to hear both of your opinions about that. And Denise, it is so good to hear from you. Oh, thank you. Okay. Well, and Denise, it's so good to be have you here. Oh. And well, uh, B, thank you for the call. Yes, I, thank you so much. I appreciate the call. And, and and she makes a good point. Now, I was railing earlier. I'm just saying that I know that's not going to come about be a pop. But I'm just saying on you know on GP. Sometimes I'm just saying you know what acknowledge what she did. I think the public now, granted, you know he got the. You know I agree with B in that you know the compensation there. But I'm just saying. Just, just man to man. You know what I mean? Well, she also makes a good point about the level of discovery because right. the the before you go and you um and you do a a deposition, you've done all this other research right. that shows exactly what's going on with this case. And chances are really good that after they did after they after the lawyers did the mountain of discovery mm-hmm. for this, that the NFL and and the owners looked at this and said, "We're going to get our butts kicked." Right. And, and, and the thing is, that's what you just, you know, like I said, the money that they are going to have to give Colin Kaepernick is money that if they would have just let him sign a contract for it, he could have played. Somebody could have benefited. And there's still a whole bunch of teams right now who need a decent quarterback. And, you know, the, the fact that. They're still talking the same flotsam and jetsam that they were talking before this flotsam settlement. Flotsam and jetsam. Tells, I gotta find out what that means. But go on. You know, tells me that you know you guys are still committed to cutting your nose off to spite your face. Now that the settlement has happened, maybe it's time that you actually start thinking about your fans and competitiveness and, and all of that stuff that you should have been thinking about. When you decided that because one guy decided to take a stand against something that we see all the time. There's a case right now in Philadelphia of a young woman who was grabbed by the cops by her hair and beaten on the ground. She's still recovering from this. And yet you still have people out there who don't understand exactly what Colin Kaepernick was talking about when he took a knee in the first place, which was we're tired of the people who are licensed 
right. to carry guns and protect us doing the exact opposite. Absolutely. And that and therein lies it. Now we have uh, Joe from Germantown. Do we have somebody else on the line too? Yeah, yeah, Brother Chris? Yes, and we got Sadie hey, as well. Hey, I'll be real quick, Chris. Thanks for letting me call back. First, I want to say to Sister B that caused you a spot on, and Sister Denise, what you just said about the, I mean, these police, and I'm, you know, killing our people, and, and like, that's why Brother Colin did, took the stance that he took, and stuff like that, and that's why I'm, I'm like, Sister, I'm glad Colin got his money, and they agreed, and I hope, like, and like Sister B said, it helped to set a precedent where other brothers in the city could stand up. Real quick, though, Denise, I was honored to meet you and Brother Chris for the first time back in December 2017 at Community College when they had the... the yes, uh, I remember the, that. Right, right. And I had to meet y'all. And I just want to say this in closing. Sister Denise, I feel you. I'm a Cowboy fan, but I feel your passion because I tell your significant other, Brother Chris, who I love dearly, I tell him this all the time. You have every right to feel the way you feel because the, the, the picture started a dynasty on a bad car. <laughs> yes, they did. Yes, they did. Denise, yeah. I watched that game a thousand Town, and that should have been real with a fumble. Exactly. It should have been. In any other stadium in America, that's a fumble. I mean, I mean I <laughs> the Patriots get away with so much stuff. Like I said, when they played that game against Kansas City just recently, when they caught that rough in the pass, when all the guy did was hit Brady in his, and it was burning by his chest, and they caught rough. And I mean, come on, man. They get horrible so call. They get away with that's so a much. Bad call. If, it even... if, it if it wasn't for that bad call, Denise, the Patriots dynasty may ne never have. If it occurred, the Raiders, who knows, the Raiders win that game, the Raiders might become that dynasty. That's why I say they get away with That's why I can't stand that team. They get, they get away with <laughs> <laughs> Cheating stuff. I mean, I just, that's why I was, that's why, and I'm not an Eagles fan, but I was so glad when the Eagles beat them last year. I'm not even an Eagles fan, but I just, I just can't root for them. I don't care who they play, I'm rooting for the other team. I just can't stand that team. I don't like their coach. I don't Joe, like their quarterback. Right. They're a bunch of cheaters. Now, like I said, it's very a good, great quarterback and talent wise, sure, but he will never get. <laughs> my throat is the greatest because they cheat too much. When you get when him and Belichick get caught cheating the way they multiple times, if it's one time, Denise, I can say okay. But they got caught cheating multiple times. Exactly. When you, don't play by the rules, when you don't play by the rules, I'm sorry. I just can't give you all that credit. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. Well, yeah. thanks, Denise. I probably Thank don't you. want to hold y'all, but go ahead, brother Colin Kaepernick, Eric Reed. Y'all brothers keep soldiering on and keep on doing the right thing because as Rosa Park said, you can't have fear. Our dear soldier ancestor, Rosa Parks, you can't have fear when you're doing the right thing. So keep on soldiering on. I love y'all. Y'all be blessed. You yeah. too. And on that note, we got to go to break. Man, I'm having, I'm having too much fun with this right now, as you can see. So, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to 96.1 FM. FM and 900 AM WRD Black Talk Media. The Chris Murray Report will be right back. The Overbrook Plaza Pharmacy, where you come as a customer and leave as a friend, will pick up and deliver to your door. Stop by today to set up your account. 5610 Lancaster Avenue and the Overbrook Plaza Shopping Center. You will enjoy a warm, friendly atmosphere and professional service. No more standing in line. Overbrook Pharmacy accepts Medicare as well as all insurance plans. Complete vitamin and mineral supplements, wound and diabetic care. Ask about our senior citizens discount. Call now. 215-921-3656. That's 215-921-3656. Dooley's Landscaping and Tree Care Services provides landscaping, mowing, trimming, bed tending, and pruning for commercial and residential properties. Dooley's 30-year experience provides the highest quality service at an affordable price. Call 215-849-5013 now. Good morning, class. A quick head count. Tiffany. Here. Zach. Yup. Steven. Is he absent again? For many kids, just getting to school feels like a challenge. Staying through graduation, even harder. That's where Communities and Schools comes in. We're inside schools every day, empowering at-risk kids by helping them overcome barriers that stand in the way of learning. Communities and Schools. We're in schools to help kids stay in school. See how we help all kids succeed at communitiesandschools.org. You're listening to Word Radio, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD, independent black media.
That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That is Miles Davis asking, so what? And, and in a little bit of music trivia, John Coltrane also played on the album Kind of Blue. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he played that, yeah. Yeah, he, he did play it. Absolutely right. Okay, now, we have on the line with us Sadie from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. How are you, Sadie from Cherry Hill, New Jersey? What, what do you guys say about all this today? Hi. No, actually, I'm from Sharon Hill. Oh, you're from oh, Sharon, Sharon Hill. Oh, Sharon Hill. Okay. Sharon Hill. Which is different from Cherry Hill. Yes. Um, <laughs> anyway, thank you. I um, just wanted to say that I think there are two driving forces that have driven this whole Kaepernick uh, situation to the forefront. Fear and money. And I think those two phenomenons really change how people are going to react to certain things that they hear how they're going to uh, play certain things out. Um, I, I don't feel he was a sellout. I feel the sellout was with the team. You know, he started out making a statement about how black people are killed, you know, by police. You know, even just for no apparent reason. And I think because they said, what, 75% of the NFL was black? I think they had a platform there, but I think he kept a lot of them from stepping forward and kneeling with him because they were concerned about the amount of money, the backlash, you know, so many different things that they felt could happen to their careers. And then the narrative was changed. We allowed someone else to change the narrative about why he did that in the beginning, and then everything got kind of turned around, and um, other people began to speak for what he was kneeling for, and that changed the whole thing, and it, to me it just blew everything uh, out of proportion in the way that it should have been done, simply stating the reason he was kneeling, you know, what could be done about it uh, as far as the police brutality. And now all people are talking about did he get paid and who was the sellout. So I, I just think that um, those two phenomena, fear and money, become the um, come in the forefront. And it's going to change a lot of things about um, how we proceed in the future. And that was just, uh, you know, just my comment all I wanted to say. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for calling. And, and, and she makes an extremely good point because one of the questions that everyone has now is what happens with the boycott of the, NBA, of the NFL? And the thing is, the, the boycott was organized with some people but not organized with others. And, 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 and then there was the whole Donald Trump aspect of it where he tried to change the narrative about what the protest was all about. And you had people who just followed that and and didn't really, you know, know what, you know, the whole protest was about. And you had, and then you had the players, some of whom were with him, some of whom were like, you know, you ain't gonna mess up my coins. And, and it, it, there's still, you know, some question as to what ultimately happens with that. And, and there's also a question of what ultimately happens with us, not only as potential football fans, but also as people who, for the most part, understood what Colin was protesting. And what do we do about that? How do we bring this back to where it was supposed to be in the first place, which was a discussion of police brutality and how people from the very neighborhoods that most of the players in the NFL are coming from are finding themselves, you know, catching heck at the at the hands of those who are supposed to protect them in some cases for doing little things like um getting stuck on the road or asking you know the wrong person for directions or my personal faith which once happened to me with a police officer in milwaukee yeah you know you know and, and then there's my personal favorite which is philando castile and he's carrying a legal gun. He tells the police officer the gun is legal and he gets shot to death anyway. And I'm still waiting for the NRA to say something about that. Uh, and NRA has been noted, the silence has been deafening. But see, and I got two other people I'm, going, I'm about to lay on the air in a minute, but, but the, you know, the, the theme against me is that whatever that boycott was supposed to be, I'm, I'm like this. If, if folks were gonna do a real boycott, I mean, it should have been, it should have been really led by a lot of people outside of the football community, you know, whatever act, groups of activists, Black Lives Matter or civil rights community. I mean, you know, however you feel 
about any of those groups. But I think that it should have been a community. I mean, if this has ha- happened, say, 1983, 1984, you know, you remember when Jesse Jackson went over to Syria to get uh, the, 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 the black pilot back right. into the United States? Years ago, when Jesse was in full health and all that, he would have stepped in. And, and you may not have liked it because, you know, Jesse likes to be in front of the cameras or Al Sharpton. But someone outside of that community probably should have, should have stepped in and just said and, and just basically, you know, basically organize a community to boycott maybe not the NFL, but the advertisers. That was my you know, that was my point of view and all that. Mm-hmm. So from that standpoint, um, let, let, let me bring some other people in on this too. So Frank from West Philly. How's it going? I'm Hi, going, uh, Frank. I'm going well. What, what say you on this issue? Well, let me just tell you this here. I'm an attorney. I settle cases all day, all week long against insurance companies, right? Right. And and, and some of the some of the reasons why you settle cases is you know you you, you evaluate your case and you evaluate the strengths and weaknesses of your case and 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 you make a conscious decision. Well, I could hit a grand slam if I go to court, or I could strike out, and I don't want to strike out for my client. But if we all can get up, we're not going to be totally happy. But we're not going to be totally upset either. Right. Because we're going to be compensated for my client's injuries. Now, think about what the NFL did in terms of settling. And settling is always good. But somebody, and this is my assumption now, someone, some team sat down by conference call or by meeting, and this is my assumption based on me kind of reading the complaint, and said, we are not going to hire Kaepernick. None of us. Right. Do we, do we all have a deal on this? And if that is not egregious, to have the NFL, because they set it off with the press, they hired 70 to $80 million, okay? And, and for, for teams in the NFL to be in cahoots with that, to sit down and, and agree among each other not to hire this black man because he exerted his First Amendment right. Something is wrong with that aspect of, of the case. Yeah. Something is definitely wrong with that. Right. You know, that these NFL owners could sit down among themselves and all agree that they were the mafia, <clears throat> mafia, blood brothers, that we're not going to snitch on, on each other, and, and, and we're not going to hire this black man under any circumstances, and I don't care how bad of a team you are and how in need of a quarterback you are, you're going to leave Kaepernick alone. Do we all agree with that? Yes. Yeah, that's pretty much I what mean, they that's decided. Pretty, and and, and that's, what that, that's why they were going to lose. Right. Is that, but is that horrible? Is that horrible? It is have, horrible. It's, it's, all those billionaires sitting at a table, and they're going to say, we're going to blacklist this black man. All of us. Every last team is going to blacklist him. And I don't care how how in need you are of a quarterback, you're not going to hire, hire him. Do we all have an agreement on that, fellas? Yes, we do. Yeah. That's the, that's the egregious part about what happened to Kaepernick. No doubt about that. And, 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 and like my favorite comedian, uh, I can't remember his name, people were saying that he shouldn't have taken the money, he should have taken the money. And uh, what was the comedian? He passed on. He said, let me tell you something. Everybody going to tell you what to do with your money because it ain't yours. Yeah. Who is that? Uh, Bernie. Uh, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Did he say that? I'm not sure. Okay. Everybody going to tell you what to do with your money because it ain't yours to do with it. That's true. Hey, uh, Frank, I got to move on. I got Maurice from Southwest Philly. We're coming, coming to an end. Maurice, how are you, bro? I am Chris Mary. I'll let everybody know that, first of all. Thank you, man. Thank you. And, and let me tell you something. Who's been preaching it since the beginning? <laughs> I, I'm gonna, you know what, you know what, Mo, I'm gonna go with you, brother. You know, you, right. you, you, you've been, you, you, you've been fighting this all along. You, 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 you've been, you've been on, you've been on top of it. Kaepernick did that thing on his own. He didn't ask for no assistance. He didn't ask for no NFL players to join in. He's just trying to make a point. 
Right. All these other guys got in there and started changing the rules, and all of a sudden it became about money and we need this and that. It was a thought, and the thought process was for us lazy butts in the stands at Chicken Pete's, in the urinals, wherever. Get on your <laughs> knees when the, the when the anthem is played. I ain't putting my knee down on well, no I'm, urinal. I'm sorry, that's saying, not happening. That's just what it's don't boycott because you cannot be seen if nobody can see you. Go to the game, enjoy the game, but let America know we are serious about this. We need to take something from our Jewish and Israeli brothers. You can't even talk about them without them getting in your world. You cannot even speak even slightly about them before they get upset and do something about it. Just as uh, Uncle Bobby, okay? Yeah, that's true. Right now, he he can't get hired by anybody. That's true. The what Mark Lamont Hill has been basically taken off the television. That paperwork that says that they can't talk about them either. Uh Right. See, people are not paying attention to what's really going on. These people do not play, and I think, believe it or not, we should take an example off of them. We got to get to that level of, you don't mess with black people, or we're going to do something about it. If if it's a parking authority, we're not going to park in Sunny City anymore. If it's this, we're not going to do that. That's how we got to be. We have to sacrifice. Nobody wants to sacrifice. Everybody want to talk tough, but nobody wants to sacrifice. All these people we call heroes now, they sacrifice and they paid the price. We don't want to pay the price. We want to have our cake, eat it too. We all want to get on the elevator. But getting back to the sports thing, this is what I'm saying. Kaepernick got his money. They didn't want him to talk about how much money it was because they knew they was going to lose this, but they just kept going on and on. But they won the war because the people didn't join in on it. Right. We the people didn't get on there, didn't catch that bus. We're not riding the bus service no more. We didn't do that. We enjoyed our game, talked about how great the Eagles was. We didn't get no cut of the money when the vets came into the city. We didn't get none of that. All we cared about is that the Eagles won, and we have nothing to show for it. Think about that. We will. Okay. All right. Well, Maurice, as always, thank you. I got to We got. We got. We have anybody else? Or that's it. We're we're done. I just want to uh, just just take the yield the balance of our time just to kind of talk about this a little bit. You know, just you and I talking about this because we've been following. Because I've written a myriad of stories. I'm trying to get a book published. I may have to write something. You know this in, in this final um, for this final part of the, of the book that I'm writing, but mm-hmm. the, the the thing is though, moving forward, you know how, how how does this translate moving forward? I mean, will this empower the players, or will this will there be a chilling effect on any players well, protesting in the future? Or you hope it? Well, here's the in terms of like the future protest in light of this, I read a story recently about a, a Boy Scout little white kid and I can't remember where this was who took a knee during the national anthem at his boy scout meeting and he said he's going to do this every time he hears the anthem played until something is done about inequality with police and people of color in America Wow! and the thing is if if nothing else happens as a result of what Colin Kaepernick did in the NFL, there is one kid who's a Boy Scout, and it doesn't get any more Americana than being a Boy Scout. Mm-hmm. You know, you have one kid who's a Boy Scout who's decided that this is an, this is a hill that he is going to die on. This is an issue he wants to take on. So despite the fact that we'll probably still see Nathan Peterman in an NFL uniform before we see Colin Kaepernick, and to me that's all kinds of wrong because Peterman never met, met an interception he didn't want to throw. <laughs> um, the fact that there is a kid who is in potential leadership that wants to do this and wants to make things better that that's beautiful to me, and that's the legacy of Colin Kaepernick and this protest, ladies and gentlemen. We are out of time. However, if you want to hear us again, we we have a podcast. You can find it on Apple Podcasts. So we'll be right. So we'll see you next week on the Chris Murray Report on WURD. Have a good weekend. Have a good day, everybody. I like a sex machine. 
You got to have the feeling Sure you're born Get it together Right on, right on Get up, get on up Get up, get on up Pico is here to help this winner. With LiveEat, you can get up to $1,000 cash grant toward your Pico bill. You don't have to be behind on your bill to qualify, and you'll never have to pay it back. Even a family of four with an annual income of $37,000 is eligible. So don't count yourself out. This deal is first come, first served. So apply now at Pico.com slash LiveEat or call 800-34-HELP-4. That's 800-34-HELP-4. This Black History Month, the Kimmel Center for the Performing Arts pays homage to legendary pianist, singer, author, and civil rights activist Nina Simone. Born in Tryon, North Carolina, Simone studied classical piano at the Juilliard School in New York City. Her interest eventually turned to an infusion of styles including jazz, blues, and folk music. While living in Philadelphia, she performed in Atlantic City clubs and won over fans such as Langston Hughes and James Baldwin. By the mid-1960s, Simone became known as the voice of the civil rights movement. Writing and releasing Mississippi Goddamn in response to the assassination of Medgar Evers and the Birmingham church bombing. Eventually growing tired of of America's deeply divided politics. After moving to several countries, she eventually settled down in France. Simone transitioned at the age of 70 while battling breast cancer. This celebration of African American history is brought to you by the Kimmel Center for the Performing Arts. Visit KimmelCenter.org. Your child deserves to be educated in a safe learning environment. Southwest Leadership.